0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for seminar episode 96. I am your executive producer and co director, Tilly Bridges, and I am joined by our co directors, Garen Fitzgerald. What up? And Jeff getting. Robinson.
1: Hello, folks.
0: And our writer of both shorts for this episode, the only second time this has happened, and the other time it was her as well, Caitlin good. Clyman. Hello. <laughs> Alright, well this is just our intro and there's nothing new about this. It's pretty much the same all the way through. So, since there's a limited amount of time to talk about the, uh, rappers, uh, Jeff, why don't you uh, start us off? These are, uh, you were responsible for these for this episode.
1: Yes, so, uh, I really felt uh, like when uh, you know I was assigned to direct these rapper scenes that I was treading on sacred ground. I'm like, do I go back and listen to all previous 90 some episodes to, you know, figure out <laughs> figure out what I'm doing here? <laughs> uh, I did not for the record. Um but uh, I I did listen to a few of them and uh, quickly, you know, got a sense of what they were all about and the storyline and the characters. Um and uh, yeah, really, really had a fun time playing around with it. Uh, funny story, I did not realize when I was first going through the lines that uh, both Alex and Thomas, as you will hear momentarily, are done by the same voice actor, Dan Foster, uh, ta- uh, yes. know, uh, a uh, tribute to his uh, his versatility um and if, if you're not really listening for it I, I don't think most people would be able to tell either so uh you know great you know i'm sure it's uh was interesting for him uh interacting with himself as he recorded the lines whether he uh did one character you know first and got through all those and then switched to the other character or went back and forth um probably an interesting challenge for him but uh He's really been
0: doing that for a while
1: yeah yeah i can imagine um but uh really was enjoyable you know finding the right effects to apply to uh thomas's voice finding the right uh, ambiance for this scene here in the the medical bay um you know things like uh you know as he as he goes through the door you hear the door open his footsteps go from you know muffled to all of a sudden loud because he's right there in
0: the room with you uh really an enjoyable uh uh, you know, project to work on. Do you find it um, a lot more difficult than the last episode where you had a whole short and here you've got right. s- just three short scenes? How did that, how was that the difference in working on that?
1: Um, I would say I, I didn't find it more difficult, just a, uh, just a different uh, challenge, you know, with, um, you know, just the, uh, just the two characters really. Um, and so uh, you know, the short snippets, you know, uh, rather than long long scenes are certainly uh, very different to work on
0: yeah they're definitely um i guess i haven't really mixed uh rappers myself before i was just wondering uh in terms of writing because in writing when you have only like two to three pages for these little rapper bits it's so hard to fit in what you need to so uh, that probably doesn't translate quite the same over to directing
1: right right yeah um yeah it does uh you know certainly Certainly fun to do, and uh, finding the right music too. I think was was an enjoyable challenge. Really, you know, kind of uh, ominous given what's what's going on here. We don't know what's going to happen with with uh, Alice.
0: This uh, takes us right into our our first short. This was directed by Garen and, of course, written by Caitlin. So take it away, folks. Tell us about this magnificent piece of comedy it's starring our own jeff robinson as dr oblidio
2: yeah that that, that kind of me. Like, i was that? like i'm sitting here and like wait a minute dr oblidio what are you doing in here
3: oh no now i have to, to, to tailor hear. all of my
2: feedback no. <laughs>
3: Well, and everything's done on such a stretched out schedule, too, which I admire, by the way. So it's kind of easy to forget that, like, oh, I wrote this months ago. I almost kind of forgot what was in it until <laughs> so I listened back to it. Um, That's
0: right, too. Um, Jeff auditioned way before he was uh, a director on the show. So he wasn't working I mean, on the show at the time when he auditioned for it. Right. So it was. <laughs> so was it a
2: conscious okay, decision here. by you, Tilly, to uh, keep him off of directing this
0: one? um it wasn't uh i did do that on purpose because a lot of directors will tell you and i've done this myself that directing yourself is really really difficult because mm-hmm. we're always our yes. own worst critics thank you so i didn't <laughs> want to throw you into that deep end right off the bat you know you're still, you're still, you guys are still new on the show so i wanted to
2: the local school spare yeah. the difficulties yeah,
1: yeah i could
3: imagine that would be a struggle
2: <laughs> I, I will say
1: i will say i recorded my lines in my basement since uh you know it has the least echo of anywhere um in my house and i was about six feet away from my cat the whole time which uh, I mean, <laughs> as, you, as you listen on later in this uh later in this short uh, will become very relevant
2: <laughs> yeah actually the uh, the recording environment was uh pretty good for you there because uh one one of the biggest tricks for this one was matching the audio from the three different main actors that I had to deal with. Almost oh, um, Yeah, because yeah, yours was super clean, and then the guy who played Winthrop, I really had to work hard to clean up his audio because it was one really quiet. Two, there was lots of hiss. So like the hiss was almost as loud as the, the as his spoken words at points. And uh, yeah, but it it turned out okay in the end. I figured it out. Um, oh yeah, you did a great. I job. I thought it all
3: sounded fun. great. So. Yeah.
2: yeah, It was a little tricky. I, I did like four different passes on Winthrop alone. I was like, no, that's
3: not right. No, that's not right. No, that's not right. Wow. Okay,
2: I got to Just move
0: on. <laughs> In the future, if you get lines that are like that, don't hesitate to let me know and we can get retakes as needed because um, all the auditions were really clean when they came through when I did the casting. So there could have been, uh, you know, something happened with his recording setup that might have uh, mucked with things a bit. So if you have it too hard, you know, make sure we just we'll just get those retakes.
2: Actually, it would have been the entire thing. Like, it was all the same, but I, I figured it out. It worked out okay. It was nice, actually, that it was uniform, at least, because then I could just do one thing and it worked on the sure. entire set.
0: Sure.
2: But, uh, yeah, for this one, in terms of, like, guiding the energy and the feel of it, like, when I did the the rappers in 95, a lot of it was based on the acting and the sound effects, and this one I found was really more about the musical choices.
3: Yeah. Because mm,
2: yeah. it is yeah, more of a yeah, yeah, yeah. comedy, right? Yeah. And it so I absolute had to, comedy, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and <laughs> I don't I had think to you could give it any like, other category, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um. <laughs> oh my gosh, the cats. But um, yeah, it, it was really fun to dive into the music and see how that kind of impacted my feel of the entire scene. And so, uh, yeah, a lot of fun with the music here and a lot of fun with the sound effects. Like uh, for Destructo... Um, for a lot of it, when I first got his lines, I'm, I'm listening to him deliver them. And I'm like, oh, man, this guy needs a mech suit. This guy so needs a mech suit. And so I gave him one. Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll hear that I like that a
3: lot because that wasn't even something that I had considered. But that's kind of what I like about, like, writing and then being able to hand it off to someone else is that they can mm. sort of take it and impart their own ideas onto it. I, I mean, maybe collaborative I'm not art, precious it's so precious cool. about it, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so all this stuff that I just didn't, I didn't think about, it, including the music, I wanted to comment on in particular. It really like got me kind of hyped during the action scenes, and yeah, it was right, kind of cute and silly, and others. Sc- I loved it. It was so good.
2: Yeah, you know, what what, what made me go for the cowboy action was uh, the cowboy hat. As soon as I knew there was a cowboy hat in the scene, I was like, oh, I got to play with that. <laughs> and, but it also was like. I used the music to show the tra- the transition from villain to superhero for uh, Dr. Oblidio because in the beginning, you know, I got the accordion. It feels a lot like um, uh, it's a Super a Despicable Me is what it felt like in the beginning, especially because yeah. there is Dr. Oblidio in Despicable Me, the character's name. And so I, I went with like the accordion in the beginning and the kind of jazzy stuff when he's sad and then to the kind of like the quirky, weird music when he gets an idea from Winthrop. <laughs> and then um, as soon as he goes hero, though, it's like, well, he's got to have a new persona. And then I, I was flipping through the music selections that I had available to me. And I heard yes. these these like guitar, these twangy guitar things it's like, oh, there's a cowboy hat and he's got his gun in his holster. Oh, my gosh. So that was fun.
3: Yeah, I loved it. It was. Oh, but- yeah.
2: Oh, but Kat. Caitlin,
0: where did the uh, where where you get the idea for this this goofy, wonderful little short?
3: Oh, just in general. So I I wish I could remember where I first got it from. I don't I don't know. Tilly, I know you write. Uh, sometimes just weird, almost prompts kind of pop into my head that I want to explore. And one of the ones I wanted sure. to explore was the fact that things are so terrible all the supervillains must just be bored and feel oh. like there's nothing for them to do. And so I wanted to kind of just have that play out, but in a, in a fun way. Cause I, you know, I'm, I'm off doing sad and depressing things for a little bit. Tilly knows I, I tend to send in things that end with like, and then everybody dies. And so I wanted to try something <laughs> a little gentler.
0: <laughs> These were the two first two shorts that we had come in that um that were like written as affected by all of this covid pandemic stuff uh, the second one obviously definitely is like directly in it, this but yeah. this one i didn't even realize um that that was into the concept but it really was like yeah the world is yeah. already it's so terrible right now but the poor villains what? how can they make the world worse now they're just out of jobs yeah so.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah there's nothing to do <laughs> oh
2: well there's always something <laughs>
1: Darren, in, in this section, I was specifically want to call out that I was pleased to see you use the file I sent that was like random grunts oh, yeah. or something.
2: <laughs> Dot wave. Yeah. That yeah, because at first, I was like, you know what? He might, <laughs> he might need some random grunts, might as well do that. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, actually, for for things where there's action, it is very helpful when the voice actor includes just oh. a random grunt file. Where they just imagine different scenes and are like, oh, maybe they need like a short one here, a long one here, a weak one here, a strong one there, and you just give like a sampling. Yeah. And yep. so, yeah, was, sometimes we, we put
0: that uh, right in the script. We'll even have a line that just says, you know, like battle walla or things along those lines. So, um, but yeah, those can be very helpful.
2: Yeah, but even outside of the given line um, directions, because because like in some of these, like I, I imagined Oblivio having kind of a longer coat on, kind of like a duster. And Ooh, so, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> like, as he runs to go chase after Destructo, I imagined him kind of, like, throwing his duster back, at me like, ha, ha, <laughs> you know? In, like, superhero pose, like, he's his genesis, you know? And so, having those grunts to play with definitely helped. Uh, glad to hear it. Yeah, because otherwise, it would have just been like, and he runs, and it's like, well, what was <laughs> that? <laughs> to to oh. In hindsight, I probably should have assumed he'd have the Destructo. This moment right here is one of the ones I'm happiest with. Because the problem I had in the 95 rappers was dealing with the volume swell of explosions and I kind of over-compressed it, but this time I got it. And I was like, yes, I kept it under the dialogue, but it's still (laughs) meaty.
3: Learning, yay. Yay! (laughs)
0: There's a really nice effect you put on the um, the lines there as he's coming back around. I really dug that. Oh yeah, right. that Here's was actually two.
2: pretty simple. Um, so I have all the dialogue lines sent to one auxiliary bus in my in my DAW. So then when I wanted to put the um, like give give the the muted section there, I just had an EQ that would sweep up from um, what did I have? I had a high pass filter real low, and then I just had it sweep up. So, people's voices became clearer as Dr. Oblivio came out of his exploded selfness. Ooh. Hi. So, I affected all of them at once. <laughs> Magic.
1: the poor chihuahua.
2: <laughs> Although, personally, I hate chihuahuas.
3: <laughs> yeah, it couldn't have been like a golden retriever or anything. I feel like people would have been more upset than a chihuahua. <laughs> Yeah, I was
2: okay with the Chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> I have had
3: an idea. I still
2: feel bad for it, but.
3: Well, know. yeah, of course. He got him out. He's don't fine. Don't <laughs> fine.
2: <laughs> They're weird and twitchy, and they bark <laughs> too much.
1: It's <laughs> an Amex shelter for the cats. Well, it was a pretty good idea on my part, I suppose. <laughs> it was truly.
2: This is horrific. And your own. Winthrop's <laughs> sitting in the background, rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Course. Have a good evening,
0: cat. I will mention that it's <laughs> there, a, a great thing that Garen did. That unfortunately I had to ask him to pull back out. But with these cat meows at the end, I think it was a you had like a tiger growl in there. And it was absolutely yeah. hilarious, but it changed the scene so much because you're like, well, wait a minute, if he's not a, why does he have a tiger with these cats? And it was oh, yeah, yeah. too many questions. So we had yeah. back a little, but it now. Was Really funny. It was a really funny idea.
2: I just thought it worked. It, it could have worked, I thought, because he's still holding on to like the vestiges of his bad guyness, and so he's like, sure. yes, of course, of course, I have a giant murderous cat.
3: <laughs> that is silly. <laughs>
0: So for both of you, um, this was the first episode where you did your own music selection and, and Garen talked a bit about that, but, uh, how did you find that, um, Jeff, in doing these scenes? Does it, I mean, cause it can change scenes so much.
1: Oh, it's so true. Yeah. I just like to, you know, pick two or three tracks to really play with, um, and see how it sounds with each of them. Um, really, I think is the best, the best approach. And, uh, yeah, it's, I tend to uh, you know get all the sound effects and the voice right you know first completely nail that down lock that down and then uh throw a couple tracks on there and see how the scene feels with with uh, with uh, each one basically
0: there's a lot of trial and error i find because you you might oh. think something's going to work in but until you hear it mixed with everything else you don't suddenly you're like well that doesn't work at all now i have to find something new so it's it's tough
1: <laughs> in this scene i want to call out there is a sound effect lifted listed in the script that says low hum as thomas accesses consoles and is prepping tech you know medical sci-fi prep have fun <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's what Cat right
0: doing so we'll blame cat for that oh,
1: I, I uh yeah i think i searched for data transfer sound effects and i oh. just happened happened across something that worked nice yeah, here you go there you see it you hear it uh right there <laughs>
2: It would have been hilarious if you put in like old modem sounds <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would, have, I think cut it the would have a bit but yeah it's
2: like wait a minute that's too recognizable
3: machines ready here goes nothing
0: okay so this short um jessica directed about half to three quarters of somewhere in there. She did all the take selection and most of the sound effects. And I uh, added a bit of sound effects and then I did the music. And here's a funny thing about this is that um, hey, I was helping her out to do the music and I had selected the whole music. I had the, epi- the, the short just the way I wanted it. I then I'm like, why does this music sound so familiar? I, and no then right. when I was putting the entire episode together, I noticed it was the exact music that Garen used in the first uh, short. Oh so no, I had to keep it out and put it all back in again in something new. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> which which yeah. song was that? Uh it was that first one with the um, accordion like sound oh, at the beginning. Yeah, I used oh, it, like, no. three times, but it's so <laughs> noticeable. I I had to pull it back out. So. Yeah, I think I would have recognized
3: it. <laughs>
2: Although you know it, you could you could tie the universes together, right? Same. That's true,
3: because same writer. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin, uh, did... pandemic times. Did your did your, your childhood imaginary friend come back to visit you? Is this a true story?
3: Well, my childhood imaginary friend was a horse that did not talk, so not quite. But <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> but you know, I did at least have one. But yeah, I I don't think that horse would have helped me very much. <laughs> if only needed that
2: nah. <laughs> oh my god I love this grandma voice
3: oh yeah she's so good it's it's very cute Um, this was the first thing that I wrote like period since we all sort of shuffled into our homes and entered the sad times so I think you yeah. probably Kind of hear that reflected and like it's it's a little bit more somber, but tries really hard to be silly because I didn't want it to be depressing.
0: So. Oh, it's got a really good balance. It's it's um silly in just the right ways and just the right amounts. I think it's not Thanks. overly <laughs> silly, but it's silly enough because I mean it, it's a giant talking dinosaur. So
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going to start calling her Honeygrams. That would be a cute
0: name. I also want to point out um, that uh, Cindy Woods, who did the voice of Mizzy here, um, in the all these tunes she had to make up on her own because it was yeah. just like singing in the script and so it was all her her doing but I think it sounds very um, childhood character so I, I dug it
3: yeah, yeah it's perfect it's like something Barney would have sung which is kind of what I wanted <laughs> and, and I, I realized that might have been kind of mean of me I just, in the script I just sort of rattled off just some words and just said put a tune to it
2: eh. <laughs> hashtag sorry not sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: that's my version. No, I'm pretty sure there isn't actually a big, purple, striped dinosaur? I guess you kind of look like a seven-year-old's attempt at drawing a T-Rex
0: come to life. A great mental image.
3: Yes. I-, I figured we had to describe Mizzy, too, because, you, you know, you need to know what Mizzy looks like.
0: <laughs> I, am I really like. love go ahead
1: oh i was just gonna say cindy woods is mizzy i i think she was my my favorite of of this this short i think like the voice she does is you know obviously cartoony but not so ridiculously over the top that it becomes you know annoying or anything like that just yeah. <laughs> I loved it
0: yeah, She, I think she auditioned with like two or three entirely different like cartoony type voices that none of them sounded like the other so she's another one of those people I think that just has so many voices inside them it's kind of yep. amazing <laughs>
1: <laughs> she stays consistent through the whole episode too which is a challenge
2: oh my god for a second I thought one of you guys did that breath I was like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> crap
0: this <laughs> is really happening, yeah, I really love um Ash Thurman here as Kaylee. Her performance is so um wonderful real, I guess it's her astonishment and her like yeah whatever all the the little bits that she added to the little lines, her little noises here and there it felt yeah. very uh genuine to me. I really dug it.
3: genuine's a good word for it. I would have said like, yeah. like natural it just it doesn't feel like acting it feels right like reacting. You know. Fix that if anything broke. Well, at least of my concerns right now, don't worry about it.
0: You were saying, Well, you seem sad and alone. That's when I came the first time, remember? Yeah,
3: we moved and I miss my friends. Just start chuckling every time I listen to that Mizzy voice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So Tilly, I was curious to ask you know when it comes to assembling the wrapper and and the the shorts together, like do you is the wrapper sort of written around the shorts you know how do you how does that all come together in terms of uh you know putting putting uh, all the all the various elements into one one episode
0: um yeah, so the the way the basic uh episode works is that um once we have two shorts that are ready to go, uh they get sent off to Cat pride who writes the rappers and she has uh, a plan for her season and how she wants the story to go and then she's got to find a way to tie whatever two random episodes she gets she has no idea what's coming <laughs> and neither do we because we don't know what's going to be ready when right. Um, right, right. and she's got to find a way to tie them into the theme of whatever that episode was going to be pushing forward and uh, it's really hard I, I've i done it myself way in the past I wrote a bunch of the rappers and it's, it's not a fun job <laughs> um <it's really> <laughs> Um, But so yeah, she does all of that. And then uh, once those come in, um, the assembly part that I'm doing here is really um, very simple. I just take uh, the rapper scenes and uh, the two shorts, the credits, opening and closing credits, and then the little transitions, uh, the noises that you hear that going into and out of the stories. And I just uh, lay them all together and uh, spin out the volumes between everything. And that's about it. So that's that's the easiest part of the process. (laughs) It's like Legos. Yeah. Clickety click.
3: Yeah, I don't envy that rapper writing because yeah, like I literally sent a like super villain scene and an imaginary friend. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah. Again, these are both. Um funny shorts but sometimes she gets horror and sometimes you get oh, like yeah. a holiday themed episode or you get these <laughs> really you know she has no you don't even know the genre that's going to come in so it's yeah it's a really tough gig
2: it's like one character's like wow this scene totally reminds me of the chestburster scene in aliens let's have that one <laughs> you're like wait a minute they're eating pie
1: <laughs> and caitlin you've written um any other shorts for for a seminar before
3: oh yeah (laughs) i keep waiting for the day (laughs) that tilly's gonna be like caitlin that's enough go away (laughs) oh i will never Never.
0: keep them coming yeah yeah well
3: and i mean this was my second caitlin episode because i tend to i i don't know about you guys but i do creative things in verse it all just sort of flows and then nothing and then it flows and then nothing so you know Tilly also like just got another one from me pretty recently that's going in the rotation so yes (laughs) that'll be in 98 i think okay so a couple episodes off but not too much (laughs) (laughs) you know i tried
0: really hard um the the gap when she turns the shower off and turns it back on to find the funniest gap Amount of time because timing is everything in comedy. That's true.
3: It's a comedic timing yeah. moment,
0: and it was really hard. So I was like, I'm moving it. I'm like inching it, like a tenth of a second earlier, a tenth of a second later. And I keep going back. I spent like half an hour on just when does she turn the shower back on? What's the funniest amount of time? So I don't know if it worked because that's how timing is. But oh, I think it you know, felt I, right. I had the
2: same problem. I had the same problem in in the short or the uh, the one I just directed here when the, he's handing off the cat back to cat. It's like, wait, how long before he talks? Really? You think so?
1: Wait, hold up. You met someone? I was just going to say sometimes you spend so long editing a, a specific point and tweaking it that you just got to be like, you know what, putting the headphones down, walking away for half an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I... yep. yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and comedy is, is different than drama in that because the timing is everything in comedy. It makes so much difference. But in drama, I mean, sometimes you want to leave a pause to show a character's thinking or to let a, the weight of a moment settle, but it it's not as uh vital to things. If you're slightly earlier or after, it doesn't break a scene, but a sound effect or a bit of comedic timing can totally not be funny if the timing's wrong. So it's <laughs> yep. comedy's hard. And a little stressed. He and I have been working on getting his stress down. Other people So so Mizzy's real.
3: Are you sure she goes? <laughs> like, <laughs> You're pretty sold on that i that that's what i tried to imply so i'm glad that you settled yeah. on Mizzy's he's clearly real if david exists <laughs> he has to be so yep. yeah yep.
0: david shows up he's matchy matchy
3: yep it's,
2: it's a little creepy i gotta say you slipped it you slipped <laughs> in a little bit of horror there with your comedy <laughs>
3: I honestly, Tilly knows that's on brand for me anyway. Like I'm either <laughs> straight horror or comedy. No in between.
0: The interesting thing is that comedy and horror, I feel, are two sides of the same coin because they both evoke really strong emotional responses. And in horror, the timing makes a big difference, too. So oh, yeah. um, they're True. much more related to each other than than you might think at first glance.
3: Uh- Okay, I do make more sense. That's good.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because if the axe killer shows up five seconds later, then the people get away and then nobody dies. And it's not (laughs) horror, it's just waiting for Godot. It's
0: awkward.
1: (laughs) I know. Just a little
0: longer. We all hope it's just a little longer, but it's not looking good. So. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I, so when I wrote this, I, I this is going to be depressing, but I have to tell you guys, I was like, okay, by the time this comes out, everything I'm sure will be fine. <laughs> it's not the same no. Get,
0: yeah. So, no. no. In this country. Least, oh, We got wow. at least another
2: year. Yeah. Like, six months to the vaccine, another six months for distribution, and here's hoping it all works out fine. Because, yeah, okay, no, no no real-world horror. I'm not going to get into it more.
0: <laughs> so how about um, this tiny little role of David for SL al His voice is like, whoa, man. He sounds so dreamy. That, that voice, you're like,
3: whoa. <laughs> Definitely. It just sort of hit. In the right way, you know?
2: (laughs) He's like the Luke Perry of this skit.
3: Ooh. Oh, yeah. Well, some of us still do. It's not the most fashionable, but the kids seem to
0: get a kick out of it. Well? I don't know what it must be like to go through life with a voice like that. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You can get anything you want for free. Just talk to people. They'll they'll give you stuff. That's amazing. (gasps)
1: now back to chaos to
0: make- yes and our very dramatic end scene Huh, was yeah. that difficult for you getting that that big
1: moment at the end yeah getting the timing of the explosion right i mean the whole thing is just less than you know two-thirds of a page but it's so <laughs> uh-huh. obviously crucial to to the storyline um so yeah I loved going, you know, uh, going to complete silence here. No effects, no music, just Thomas's voice uh, basically taking us out until the very, very end.
0: Right, it's really stark because it's not something you usually hear a lot. So you, when you choose to pull everything out can be just as impactful as when you put everything in.
2: Mm-hmm. So just just a quick question. Does anybody ever listen to Thomas? He's like, <laughs> no, we should stop. <laughs> Alex yeah, is man. like, no, keep going. <laughs> uh, and then Badoom.
0: All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope maybe you learned something from our commentary. Maybe. I don't know. Are these educational? I don't know.
2: (laughs) For a second, I forgot that people are going to listen to this, and it's like, I learned things. (laughs) Just having
3: a nice chat. That's
0: right. We're just hanging out. It's fine. (laughs) Garen and Jeff, thank you very much for your excellent work on this episode. Thank Jessica for her work on this episode. And uh, thank you for joining us this evening. And Caitlin, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so no. much for being here with us.
2: And for writing the episodes, except for the yes. rest.
0: <laughs> Keep <welcome>. those <laughs> scripts <laughs> coming.
2: And share me with me your secret sauce for writing, because I never get anything written.
3: <laughs> oh, the motivation. Yeah, no idea. You're on your own.
2: <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I was hoping it was like Shiracha.
3: <laughs> oh, that'd be nice.
0: All right. Bye everybody. <laughs> <Goodbye>. <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Now that's an ending. Ooh,
2: yeah. Everything goes better with Shiracha.
3: Yes. I do agree.